Good morning, everyone. What day is today? It is Wednesday, and we know what that means with two sisters. That is Wealth Wellness Wednesday. Good morning, everyone. Carol Sue, a.k.a. Nonibus, live from Pickleball U with two sisters. Hey, good morning, everyone. It's Janice, a.k.a. Wellness Diva 5.0 on this very chilly, crisp New England morning. It is bright and Sunday, but it's, it's flipping cold out. I have my winter socks on. My feet are happy, but well, I have not- to tell you what I have to tell you is there's a lot of people here that are freezing their tookies off. Uh, it is 60 degrees. I'm still loving the weather. They think I'm a little nuts and I'm in a tank, but we have people that are freezing. They're wearing sweatshirts and it's 60. It's cloudy, but it's like 60, like 62 now. So, wow. We're going to just hop right on into it. Of course, we have an amazing guest on today on this Wealth Wellness Wednesday. We are so excited to welcome to the Two Sisters podcast family, Whitney Prude. Whitney, welcome. We're so excited to have you here. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. Now, I just want to give a little further introduction because, you know, obviously when we did our pre-podcast chat, when your guest registration came in, I'm like, oh my God, we have to have her on. You are a board certified clinical pharmacist, as well as a health and wellness coach, a speaker, an entrepreneur and CEO of Whole and happy living. That's, wow. Well, how did all that come about? <laughs> well, that's a good question. <laughs> Sometimes I still wonder that myself. Um, but as far as pharmacy goes, that was always my big dream. I always wanted to be a pharmacist ever since I think I can remember back to high school. So I, was, I wasn't that person where, you know, you get into college and it's like, oh, I don't know what to do. You start one path, you go to another path, right? I just, for whatever reason, I knew what I wanted to do. Um, I had decided on pharmacy early on. <clears throat> and it's actually kind of funny because when I, <laughs> when I would kind of explain like why I chose pharmacy, I had decided in high school that I really wanted all of the medical knowledge, but I, I would always say that I didn't want to touch anyone's nasty anything. <laughs> I didn't want I didn't want to have the hands-on aspect you know I just I I can't handle that uh and so that's why that's why I kind of locked in to pharmacy in terms of what I wanted to do medically so that's certainly you know that's what I pursued and then I did a I mean I graduated from pharmacy school did a residency and I got a job at Mayo Clinic and um, shortly thereafter had some medical issues. And if you'd like, I can go you know, deeper into my story, but this is just kind of like a quick uh, overview. Um, and with, you know, with that, I ended up having a lot of restrictions as a pharmacist and had this freak out moment of, you know, what do I do now? I have this huge student loan hanging over my head. And so the next thing on my list of like, if I could choose a career after pharmacy, what would I do? And that was public speaking. And it's interesting because those things, people are like, what? (laughs) Those things don't go together. You know, it's like, you don't usually find someone that really has a passion for both of those things. So I started getting into that and uh, realized, you know, that coaching a lot of times comes with that. So I did some uh, coaching certifications and realized that, coaching actually ended up being my very favorite thing out of everything. You know, it's something that I've done my whole life, 
um, with my friends and with my family. And I just didn't realize it. And <laughs> whether they liked it or not, I, you know, I always have kind of been that person to kind of help my, my family and my friends through. So there's a lot of different, <laughs> a lot of different things that happened to get me to where I am. Um, but it's certainly not what I had planned for myself. And Carol, so don't you think it's amazing? Like when we hear these kind of stories, it's like the path that led you to where you thought you were going to go and with some underlying health issues led you in a whole diff different way. Like, I just think that that's phenomenal. It, it is. And actually, when you think about that, again, you take a tragedy, a, a derailment of your journey of life. Here, you're in the medical industry, pharmaceuticals, where you know that you are prescribing medications that are assisting with those people that are suffering from an ailment, illness, whatever it may be, autoimmune, and then to find out, wow, like I'm in that same boat. Uh, obviously, pharmaceutical pharma, uh, pharmacists are not immune to not having their own issues, but the blessing that can come from an illness, the blessing that comes from a derailment of your journey uh, is paramount for people to 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 be open to those blessings so while they're kind of going through it and trying to second guess where am i going now what restrictions is this going to be for me going forward it is it ends up being a blessing because it actually brought you to the point uh with many journeys and side rails obviously along the way that brought you to a point of something that subconsciously maybe you knew you really liked it because you just had that need to help people but then all of a sudden you felt like there's a real need for this and, uh, you know, I think it's wonderful. And I think that's one of the messages that Two Sisters continually brings is that even though we go through these derailments or these journeys that were, were a detour that we weren't expecting, don't underestimate the power that something of sadness or uh, flips the coin of your life will actually bring you to a new beginning. So I absolutely love that, Whitney. That's awesome. Thank you. And I think I think with that, you know, a lot of times people will, will say the phrase like everything happens for a reason. And in, in the moment, you, you don't want to hear that. You might right. be able to, you, you know, you can see it on the back end as everything works its way out and you've gotten through all the crap, you know, the <laughs> uh, dealing with all of those things. And then and then, you know, like you said, you can get to the you can get to the light at the end of the tunnel and realize, actually, you know, I, I think this did. Mm, right, and, right. You know, with that too, um, transitioning um, to your business of whole and happy living. And what always sticks out to me, and we preach this really in so many different ways, is sustainable lifestyle. What does exactly does that mean to you? Because obviously, it means different things for different reasons for everyone. Yeah. So. What that means to me is helping people to actually change from the inside out. What I see, and I, I mean, I've seen it my whole life. I, I've seen it in the medical field, but I see it with my colleagues. I see it with my friends. I see it with my family that a lot of times, you know, when we want to get healthy, what we go to is, you know, going on a diet. That's just in our society. That's kind of like, that's our go-to, right? I need to get healthy all right, let's change what I'm eating. And, and then I need to exercise. But the problem is, is that a lot of times what we choose in terms of going on a diet or trying to lose weight or trying to get healthy, it's oftentimes something that is, you know, a quick fix. It's a way to shed pounds quickly, um, try to 
<laughs> try to take really essentially the hard work out of this and say, okay, I can do this for three months, right? I can lose all of this weight and I'll be good. But the problem is, is that not only, you know, from a, a biochemical level that our, our bodies fight against us, right? Our bodies try to actually restore energy balance when we do something so drastic, but anyone can jump on board and follow instructions for a certain amount of time. That's just, you know, we're humans and we can do that. But when that instruction goes away or that accountability or whatever goes away, we go back to our own lives and we go back to living the way that we always did. And what happens? Well, we start eating the way that we always did. We start getting right back into all of the habits that we always had. And for me, when I work with people and the aspect that I'm so passionate about is really helping people do, you know, the mental and emotional work mm -hmm. with their mental and emotional health that can really change them internally. It changes who we are as a person. It helps you to come over, overcome a lot of your barriers, understanding how you even got there in the first place. I always say that our physical health is an outer expression of an inner conflict. Like we got there somehow. And if we really want to reverse it, we actually have to go to the source, right? We have to address those things so that then we are changed in who we are. We're changed in who, how we're living and why we're living. And then that, la that lifestyle can last long-term. So that's kind yeah, of my, absolutely. when I work with people, that's what, that's what I think in terms of like, how do we make this sustainable? Well, we have to do the hard work. That's the reality. Right. And one of the things that we always chat about is, uh, you know, when you, you mentioned, you know, people changing their diet, um, the fact of the matter is we all diet, diet is just eating. And when you address the issue and uh, join forces and partner with your healthy lifestyle, uh, then you and understand that, okay, why was I craving this certain food? When you understand that usually the cravings and the way you eat are emotionally uh, pushed, but also they're direct, directly related to a nutritional deficiency. When you mirror all that together and say, okay, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a person that, you know, when I get depressed, I feel bad, I feel sad, you know, I go for the box of cookies. Well, it's really not the box of cookies issue. <laughs> it's right internal. So I, I love that you uh, ch chat about that with, with uh, your coaching. That's so important. Well, yeah. And the other aspect too, I think is when we work with different clients, it's like changing your lifestyle. We know is hard being where we are in the muck, whatever we want to call it is hard. So you have two hearts, which heart are you going to choose? Right. Yeah, a heart that's going to last <laughs> right, and keep you healthy or a heart that keeps you stuck, ultimately. And, you know, right. and I, for me, I, I don't, I, I, I don't know, my mindset is different in the sense of, I don't think of a, a healthy lifestyle as hard. Um, people, when they hear the word healthy lifestyle, automatically <laughs> assume, you know, the person's eating like a rabbit, like they're eating carrot sticks and and. Uh, celery and not really enjoying food. There are healthy ways to really enjoy food and still uh, have those treats every now and then. But if you find that you, uh, I'm not an emotional eater, but I do know a lot of people that are. I'm not a depressed eater, but I know a lot of people that are. I know a lot of people when they're stressed out, they actually eat all the bad stuff and still lose weight. It, it, you know, obviously has to do with one's personal metabolism. But I think the key point is really uh, understanding that those that continually have health issues understand why they have those health issues 
and are still eating the bad food, even though they've known, when I refer to it as bad food, I'm talking sugars, uh, I'm talking dairy, that kind of stuff. It's so unhealthy for your gut. And they still go after those. Uh, they are dealing with something emotionally that they're, I mean, let's face it. I think the hard is looking internally, like you said, like what, what is, what is the cause root of why I always, besides a nutritional deficiency, what else could it be? Something emotional, because the doctor told me if I eat that crap, it, I'm going to keep getting sick, but yeah, I still keep eating the crap. So what is wrong with me that, and it's not really what's wrong with me. It's what I haven't, what haven't I dealt with? What's really bothering me? And a lot of people, I think uh, it's, it's hard, but I think they're just afraid. I think a lot, most people are afraid to do that internal work. Yeah, it's scary. It, yeah. It's scary to look inside and, and be open to what you find, you know, right. and then have to deal with it. It exactly. is. Yeah. And I think too, that it's, it's a trigger warning, like, okay, um, I'm gonna, you know, hit the trigger on this. Like, I know that this over here is really bothering me. And when it comes up, um, I'm an emotional eater. So I'm going to go out and buy that bag of chips and eat the whole damn thing. Whereas, you know, maybe if we looked at it in different terms, like, um, you know, let's take a look at where I am. Okay. Uh, what can I do today? Like maybe start out like, like simplify it as much as possible. Exactly. And uh, right now it is 1111. So everyone, please make a wish or put out some good vibes and kindness. Uh, I see that 1111 and it's a very spiritual number for me as well as many other people. So it popped up got to put it out there, put it out there in the universe. And I wish could be for everyone to be healthy, to, to have the courage to find a coach such like Whitney to, to help you through that. There are people out there that want to help you get better. And I don't think people, I think part of the initial piece to that is the initial, what we talk, talk about the first step, the first handout to say, look at, I need help, help me. And people are afraid to say that. And, you know, we want to make sure that people are confident to say, it doesn't mean that you're weak. Uh, the fact that you make that first reach out to ask for help is is a step in the right direction to your healthy. Absolutely, I think it's I think it's hard to accept sometimes that we're not okay. You know, there you know, there's that saying it's okay to not be okay, and that's essentially essentially accepting that you're human, right? We're all human, but sometimes you know it takes us a while to accept the fact that we're not perfect. We can't always do it on our own. And we, we do need help essentially. And I hate that that's always looked down upon that. It's hard for people to, you know, it's like, if I do this, I don't want anyone else to know about it. I don't want anyone to know that I'm trying to get help, you know, and, and there's a huge stigma with mental health, but just in general, uh, I think that there's that, that stigma of, well, I couldn't, I couldn't hack it on my own. So I had to get help. And I think the other thing too with that is, as you said, is asking for the help when, you know, and I think that is a huge step. And, and that's something that I want to say to anybody who may be listening. If you're, if you've taken that first step or you're in the process of taking that first step, that is huge and you should be commended for that. And I think when doing that to be, um, and I say this all the time, you have to be gentle and kind to yourself and know that, you know, opening up yourself to get that help, um, you know, can be so rewarding, I think. 
Absolutely. So, Whitney, where could people, you know, that are, are interested in that? But before we even get into that, to your, you know, your credentials and and uh, how people can reach out to you, um, I want to ask you a question regarding pharmaceutical and big pharma. Sure. So, uh, you know, my thing with, uh, and it, it's really not. I mean, the people like you that go into that in that industry is is uh, profession. Being the, uh, do you find that? Um, not necessarily what you're doing, because obviously you are there to provide Jim, have a good day, uh, you know, help someone in need, you know, that someone that needs medication. But there's so much that we talk about, especially with gut health, that you can find a, a naturopathic way. And do you think uh, the industry from a pharmaceutical, like the, the big wigs out there, I'm not going to mention their names, uh, that there, there's something to say about, you know what, you know, we got to do better and not just quickly run to that prescription pad that, you know, let's help people find natu naturopathic ways to heal. And that's not to say that anyone should uh, not listen to their doctor, but question their doctor. Can I, you know, and talk to the pharmacist. Okay. What is your recommendation? My doctor's telling me this, you've got my script. Uh, this is where I'm at. I really would like to try a healthier way to try to lower my cholesterol, to, uh, you know, lower my blood pressure. What, what do you say about the big pharma out there? Yeah, it's a good question, uh, you know, to bring up and it's a good topic to talk about. And it's interesting because a lot of times when people realize that I'm a health and wellness coach and a pharmacist, it's kind of, um, it's two things that people don't oftentimes put together. You know, it's usually your medical or your holistic. Correct. And um, with those two things, I, I really take a stance of being somewhat in the middle. Is there a place for medication? Yeah, there is. Um, yeah. I have an autoimmune disease. I have rheumatoid arthritis and, you know, potentially lupus and I would not be living the life that I live right now. I mean, yeah, I still have a lot of limitations, but without medication, like I, I seriously wouldn't right. have a life right now. Right. Like there's, there, there's not a naturopathic way to alter my immune system in the way that that medication is, you know, changing my immune system right now. So that's important, right? There is a place for medication and those things are important, but what else do I do? Well, I do a lot of things outside of that. And my eating is huge, right? Mm -hmm. My eating is big, you know, getting massages, uh, different things like that, where you can find a lot of those things and all that, that can also improve your quality of life. Now, if you go from the standpoint of say, you know, a lot of people find themselves in the situation where potentially they're not living the healthiest and they start down this road of they're gaining weight, maybe they're pre-diabetic, my cholesterol is getting high, my blood pressure, whatever. And you ask this question of what can I do before I go to medications? Now, I am absolutely 100% a, a supporter of like, let's change your lifestyle. Right. Let's, let's do that. Not everyone can, um, right. you know, like we talked about before, it takes hard work and it takes, you know, oftentimes working with someone, you know, whether you're working with a coach, a nutritionist, a personal trainer, what, you know, whatever your, your resources for working with someone, getting help and working through that process, it's very, very challenging to go from having all of these unhealthy uh, habits and completely transforming your lifestyle and sticking with it. 
And I don't think, I don't think a lot of times we understand when maybe we've been healthy the majority of our life, you know, we haven't been overweight, we haven't had to go through that process, we don't realize how challenging that is, or maybe how many traumatic experiences they've had or the emotional things that they've been through that are so challenging to overcome you know so sometimes that's not it's not potentially possible or it's not quite within reach and sometimes you know then that pathway would be you know okay let's get you on the medication that you need to be on right now and we can continue to work towards that path you know can you get back to a point where then you can get off of those medications absolutely i just enrolled a client yesterday in my program who's diabetic and he said is there any chance i can get off my medications and i was like absolutely let's work for it right so there's, I, I find myself in the middle. There's a place for both. There's always a place right. for both. If there's a chance that lifestyle modifications can make that big difference for you and changing the way that you eat, if we can reverse everything that way, absolutely. But are there instances where that's just not possible for people? Absolutely. Right. Great answer. Great answer. I have a question. As, as far as the, um, I call it movement or the exercise component, what has been your experience with your clients? Because I think a lot of times, um, I know that I've had health coaching clients um, and I'm a um, former certified personal trainer. They want to be told what to do, but I, I really like working more toward what, for them to choose what they want to do, not necessarily, oh, you have to go to a gym. Do you find that uh, some of your clients um, really are like, Whitney, just tell me exactly what I should do? You know, it's interesting because I very much, um, I, I present my program as a program that is individualized. And mm -hmm. the reason that I individualize it to people is for that exact reason that I am not going to give you a, a strict prescription of exactly what you need to do because when I'm gone, it's, you know, it's going to be a struggle and you're not going to be able to, to maintain that. So what I do, you know, within my program, I have a personal trainer on board with me and I have all of my clients meet with that personal trainer. And what she focuses on is, you know, interviewing them and saying, you know, like, what, what do you like to do? What are, what are the things that you actually can incorporate into your lifestyle? Because if, you know, if I were to prescribe and say the majority of people, actually, if I were to prescribe and say, you have to go to the gym 30 minutes every single day, you know, mm -hmm. I'd have a lot of clients that are not successful that, you know, they just wouldn't be successful in the program. And so I, I very much, you know, I really am passionate about individualizing that. And I think that a lot of times too, that people have these preconceived ideas of what exercise is so to one person exercise is going to the gym for an hour to another person exercise is going on a walk for 10 minutes and we have a hard time a lot of times like getting out of what like exercise is um exercise is a whole lot of things and we can incorporate it into our lives in a whole lot of ways and kind of overcoming those things and understanding those things and then learning how to incorporate it into our life uh, is, in my opinion, the best way to be consistent long-term and be able to sustain those habits. Ah, uh, yes. Back to that sustainable lifestyle. I yep. love that. Wow. So Whitney, where can our viewers and listeners uh, get in contact with you? 
Yeah, so I have a website. It's probably the easiest place to go where people can contact me. My email's on there, or you can always fill out a contact form. Um, it's www.myholeandhappylife.com. I love that. I love that. Yeah, I, that, that is so, so catchy. I, I absolutely love it. Oh my gosh, this has been such a great conversation. What would you say is maybe a couple of tips that you can give to our viewers and listeners before we do um, the Wealth Wellness Wednesday um, thing that maybe they can start today? Like some couple of easy tips. My biggest tip that I could give anyone is to start small. A lot of times we have this idea that we from, you know, today we're living our normal lifestyle and tomorrow we have to completely change how we eat and completely go into this exercise routine. And it's absolutely not possible to sustain that. We'll get burnt out and we won't, we won't stick to it. So when I say start small, I also mean start where you are. So in let's take, for example, you're not exercising at all. Let's start by going out and walking for five minutes, three days a week, or in terms of eating healthy, instead of trying to jump onto this healthy diet, maybe you eat three hamburgers in a day. Well, let's knock it down to two, or maybe you're, you know, you're drinking a bunch of soda or alcohol or whatever, right? Don't try to kick it all at once. Slowly and gradually start to decrease those things just pick a healthy habit to start working on and one unhealthy habit that you want to start kicking and work on those things for you know maybe a period of two weeks until you feel like you kind of have a good handle on it and then pick another one to add on top of that and when you do that then you gradually over time you're slowly going to change your lifestyle to a point where all of those things are now your habits that's just you 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 live that way because that's part of who you are but start small take small bites and start where you are because otherwise if you take a huge jump at the beginning you're never going to be you're never going to be consistent no, those are great tips. And I think that is so true because people, when they decide that, you know what, uh, my lifestyle needs to change, um, they'll go out, they'll buy the equipment, they'll buy the outfit, they'll buy all the different uh, nutritional things that they need. And then they just look at everything. Uh, yeah, I'll get that. to I'll, I'll do that tomorrow. Uh, I like starting small. Uh, makes sense. Uh, really uh, validates the course of the journey to start it with. And then uh, I always uh, add to that, start small, but also uh, journal, you know, talk mm. to yourself on pad and paper. You know, what do I want out of this? What What is realistic that I could really change in a day that I'm doing right now and not going for the whole enchilada? And I absolutely love that. That makes so much sense. We are so grateful and thankful that you joined us today. Whitney, you gave such great tips. Also really added value into really talking about pharmaceutical versus healthy. I'm just going to move over here a second because I got a couple cars moving. And uh, we so appreciate uh, everything. Just, to, you know, really the tips that you gave to people. So uh, any one of our viewers or listeners, please reach out. Whitney, uh, we will also have all your uh, information under our show notes. But guess what today is, guys? Today is Wealth Wellness Wednesday. We always love talking about this. This is a day to uh, have that good mindset with wealth, 
which means what? Money. We know that, right? Any entrepreneur knows what we put out in abundance. Prosperity is so essential for how our mindset works. But guess what? Everyone's got that same mindset. How about you changing the course of someone's day with a monetary little treat? Now, when I say monetary, it's not about the dollar amount. It could be a dollar. It could be $5, whatever the dollar amount, it doesn't matter. It's a matter of changing someone's course for the day. And I'm not talking about someone that you know. I'm not talking about your neighbor, your family member that needs an extra few, few bucks. Everyone could always use the extra few bucks. It has to do with sharing that good wealth and kindness to an unsuspecting stranger. So how do you do that on Wealth Wellness Wednesday? Well, we're going to give you a few tips. Go to your favorite store, whatever that favorite store may be. Go down one of your favorite aisles. Or maybe you, geez, I'm, I, I'm always hearing, you know, young moms or any kind of mom uh, really having to struggle trying to find formula or the price of diapers or whatever it may be. Go down the baby aisle, find a diaper box or a formula box, whatever it may be, and put a little bill in there. Maybe put a little note. Hey, hope this defrays the cost a little bit. When you're going to the gas station, we all know what's going with gas, gas prices, right? How about where you insert the credit card, fold up a bill in the shape of a credit card and put it in there? How surprised would someone be? And yeah, they might look around, they might think they're on candid camera, but they're gonna feel good. They're gonna feel good. Gratitude is one of the greatest emotions of all humanity. And guess what they're gonna do? They're gonna pay it forward. At least we hope they pay it forward. Imagine if we all jumped on that kindness, wealth, wellness train. So with that, this is Carol Sue, a.k.a. Nani Boss, live at Pickleball University, Vero Beach. Kind of a cloudy day, and so it's chilly. I'm not going to lie, it's a little chilly out here. They all got their sweatshirts on, but I'm going strong. I'm in Florida. I'm not putting that sweatshirt on just yet. Carol Sue, a.k.a. Nani Boss, live with two... Sisters, hey everyone, it's Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0 on this Wealth Wellness Wednesday. Thank you again, Whitney. It was our pleasure having you on today. And remember, share the wealth, share the create your ripple effect, and just think how you will brighten someone's day. We'll see you again real soon. And don't forget, we are always here. Reach out to Whitney. You know, let us know what you thought of today's episode. Um, go to our website, www.twosisters.online. Thank you so much, everyone. Have a great day. Bye for bye now. Bye, everyone.